if I hadn't been in a room where people thought that it was normal, I just wouldn't you know, believe some of the things that I believe now. I'm Johnny Page. I'm Matt Verlet, And this is the South County Podcast. All right, here we are for another episode. Matt, today I'd love for us to talk about something you and I, in fact, how we met was a shared value around getting in a room of people who are trying to do the thing that we're trying to do. We met in SAS Academy. We have gone on to go get into other communities that helped us continue to develop as people, as leaders. And I mean, I think we should riff a little bit today on what are the beliefs that we've got that led us to go get into community and get in the room of the people that are doing great things. So Matt, where did that start for you? Was SAS Academy the first room you got into or has this been something you've done your entire life? The community is a powerful thing, man. And my time in the fire department, I think really formed it for me because that's not just a job, you know what I mean? It's a life and the community there is tight. You know, we would work in the firehouse for 24 hours at a time. And when we got done work in the morning, the same people who we just spent 24 hours with, we'd go out for breakfast (laughs) and hang out some more, you know? And so it's just, I think that for me in my adult life, I became a fireman when I was 18. Community was just there. It wasn't optional. You know, you sleep in a room with 10 other people in the firehouse. Like Mm -hmm. it's an unavoidable community. And so I think that I always had that. And when I transitioned away from the fire service and into entrepreneurship, you you hear people say all the time that being an entrepreneur is lonely, but it was like triple lonely for a person that was pretty much used to never being alone. And so I think it felt necessary for me where I didn't look at it as like, I know a lot now about the power of proximity and being in a room with people who are a few steps ahead of you and how to go through those things. We'll talk about all that stuff. But, but for me, it was more of a, like a visceral need where I just like, I've been around people and I create things with people and I spend a lot of time and have deep relationships with people. And I needed to figure out how to make that exist in my life once I stepped away from something that was an unavoidable community into something that feels exceptionally lonely, which is like building a business out of nothing and nobody understands what the hell you're even doing. So yeah, if you're listening and that loneliness resonates with you, like this is the episode because this this is what I want to talk about is just how to leverage a community to solve the loneliness, get smarter simply by, you know, proximity and honestly just build a better life because I'm like all of the best things in my life came from the stuff we're going to talk about today in communities. But dude, that's where it came from for me. It's funny, man. I personally, when I hear someone talk about intentionally creating community or getting around other people, like there's something that I'm almost like allergic to. It's you don't think that you need it. And even when you recognize that you need it, there's a whole lot that keeps you stuck that says like, oh, I don't know how to go create it. And so it's just easier to go focus on in the business context. It's just like, keep your head down and keep building. Like you feel like, you know, the next stage of revenue growth or the next hire or the next feature shift is going to, you know, solve that, that thing. It's, you know, and we found this at SAS Academy, like what people come for the coaching, stay for the community. And we've tried selling community, like people long-term, our clients that have been with us for three, five years long, you and I will say, Hey, what's the most impactful thing about SAS Academy? It's the community. But if you put that on the label and you're trying to sell that, like no one wants to buy it. People don't want it. It's just not attracted to it. So what do you think is the limiting belief around that keeps people isolated and from, from valuing the community the way we do revenue growth? 
Yeah, I know what my biggest limiting belief was. I put a lot of, and man, I think this will resonate with a lot of people who are like founding companies. Like if you're founding a company and you have any degree of success, that means you're probably pretty smart, at least compared to the average person. You probably have a high degree of like figure it outism, right? Where you can go just go solve a problem off the shelf that you've never solved before. Yeah. And yeah, right. Totally. And like you're, you're down and willing to learn and, you know, just kind of chuck yourself off the cliff and go figure it out. And all of that stuff is great, but there's a big caveat, which is like finding out solutions alone by brute force, trial and error, Googling stuff for hours, you know, whatever, whatever the example is, it is slow and painful. And I had never really realized it because the way that I viewed success in my head was simply, can I figure this out? Am I smart enough to figure it out? And with enough pain, the answer usually ended up being, yes, I can figure it out. It doesn't matter if I stepped on 40 landmines along the way or it took me 10 months. I could always figure stuff out. And so my limiting belief was that my worth as an entrepreneur was based in my ability to figure it out. Where what I know now, a few years downrange, is that my worth as an entrepreneur and as a leader is actually based on not only can I figure it out, but how quickly and with how few major mistakes can I figure it out. And so that's what shored up the power of community for me, dude, is like, if I can get in a room with you and say, yo, Johnny, what do you think about this? And you can have a conversation with me and tell me how you did the thing I'm trying to do. And I can pull that outcome forward by eight months and save 50 grand and a failed hire, whatever the example is. That's crazy. The return on that is astronomical. And so I think shifting the belief from, am I smart enough to go figure this out by myself? That's actually not the destination. It's how Mm -hmm. quickly can I achieve the outcome with the minimum amount of downside? And community for me is what unlocks it because we're not like flying to Mars. We're we're building SaaS companies. 90% of that is not necessarily that much innovation, especially in the early company building days. Your, Your value prop is but the rest of the stuff, if you're a first-time founder, everything you need to do, people have done before. Go find yeah. those people and your journey will be a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. You know, Matt, I think that's the gateway drug. That's the why that gets people into it. It's like, hey, if you go get into the room where people have done the thing that you've done before, you'll pull those outcomes forward. Yeah. But you find that like so much, it's really cheesy to say and almost like cringy to say it now but like it's not about the destination it's about the journey like so much of yeah. building a SaaS company is not like getting there it's the process and so having yeah. people around you this is the first layer is your team your co-founder your family then your your team and then outside of that is like other teams that you're building alongside like there's you was fun for you and I to be in SaaS Academy at the same time and be able to like you know, hey, peek over the shoulder and say, hey, how are you guys handling this? And there's sometimes to be like, damn, isn't this hard? <laughs> you know, like to have a someone else that like under that gets it. I remember the first time I went to a, a SaaS Academy intensive and I had very few people in my life that I could really talk about the things that excited me and worried me without like two minutes into the conversation, eyes glaze over and I realize I've taken them into the deep end and I got to come yeah. back to like, yeah. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? And I went to the SAS Academy intensive and was like, holy shit for nine hours. Like I could go into the deep end. I never found the edge. Like everyone had these like shared experiences and we're excited about yeah. the same things and trying to figure out the same stuff. And that just made the process like do occasionally do we stumble upon people who have like done the thing we're trying to do and they can help bring an outcome forward. Yeah. But there's also a tremendous value in just like, Hey, we're going at this together. 
And to your point, like reducing that loneliness that can be felt when you feel like you're the only person that sees this problem and is left to solve it. And dude, I'll tell you like how my viewpoint on this has changed over time because initially it was more transactional. And this is why, right, that we in SaaS Academy lead with the coaching is because you want to like know how is this thing going to help me? And what I've realized now after being part of a number of communities is I will deliberately go into both communities and like when I hire a coach for myself and I will set down any expectations I have. And I'll just, the question I ask myself before I engage with a community like that or a coach or whatever is just like, am I open to going on this journey and seeing what happens? And I kind of like try to detach from the outcome and see what I learn. And the, the crazy thing is like, sometimes you'll do things and you won't even realize that it's helping you. And then a year or two later, you'll realize that you know one person that's really important in your life and you trace that back because you went to this. Like, I'll give you an example, like Shahab Kaviani, one of our coaches, right? Like he lives local to me. I met him randomly at a founder's dinner that I almost didn't go to that I was invited to by someone that was part of a mastermind that I joined with Dan Martell a year and a half prior. Mm-hmm. So like joined a thing, wasn't really sure, seemed neat, wanted to meet some new people, went to that, met someone who invited me to a dinner, met someone else. And like, I went on a hike with him this morning. And it's just the, and, and the hike we'll talk about in a minute too. And it's just detaching from what am I going to get out of this? And just realizing that the power of having a network and people in your life who you can talk to, ask advice from, to your point, like commiserate with when shit's hard, you know, it's like all of it is is valuable, but you might not see the value in what are my outcomes going to be in two months? Like, who cares? Like, just meet people and see what happens because you just got to like be open to, I don't know, serendipity sometimes. Yeah. So boil it down for me, Matt, like what is community giving you? Like, why do you have this appreciation for, for community? (sighs) What has it given me? Everything. Three (laughs) bullet points. Three (laughs) bullet points. (laughs) Challenging me, bro. I love it. Three bullet points. It's given me the majority of my personal development, that's bullet point number one from people who have pushed me on fitness, pushed me on family, pushed me on friendships, pushed me on business. Most of the people that I know who have pushed me in those areas, I met through various communities like SAS Academy or some of the other ones that I'm part of. So those people came from communities. That's number one. I think the second one, second bullet point is, is curiosity. I developed that viewpoint of being able to detach from an outcome by evaluating whether or not I should join communities and seeing things pop up that I wasn't planning on popping up value I'd got that I didn't even know I needed. Right. So I think being able to take that and apply it to other areas of life from just like, I don't know, this is going to go, but let's find out. Let's go see what happens. Like leading with curiosity is a second one. And the third one is leadership in a specific context. I started a weekly founders hike, entrepreneurs hike in my community, like the DC metro area. And I had never really been the person up until that point who like starts the thing. I was the one who participates in the thing. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I wish there was a, a weekly hike. I'm like, okay, go make one. And it was so simple. It's like invite someone and each of you invite someone and whether it's big or it's small or whatever, just go hike and see how it goes. And even that we have a little community around now. And like I went on that hike this morning, Johnny, and in an hour up and down the little mountain that we that we hike up. We talked about everything from like parenting to helping our kids process grief to car shows. 
to building a virtual advisory board using chat GPT and like enterprise sales and, and joint venture, you know, cap table structures in the time it took us to go up a mile, down a mile. I'm like, man, if I can talk about all that and get a killer view before sunrise on a random Wednesday in November, like yo, life is pretty good. And I wouldn't have yeah. done that if I hadn't just like intrinsically valued community building in general and just trying stuff out and seeing what happens, dude. I could have been hiking by myself for the past six months. I didn't know if it was going to work or not. And occasionally I do. But occasionally we got eight or 10 people there who are all like-minded and we have incredible conversations. And it's just, it's really neat, man. So those are the three. Dude, I love that point. One one angle at what you just shared, especially your first point is you get to meet your future self through community. There's a new and better version of you. Either one that's more strongly convicted of your current beliefs or two, it has those beliefs challenged and on the other side of it is a is a more fulfilled and intentional version of you. I love yeah. I love the effect that that community has and I mean I feel like a lot of what you've shared I, I experienced myself. Yeah. What's the biggest impact? Maybe instead of uh, I went conceptual, maybe you can go direct. Like what's the biggest like direct benefit to your life from one of the communities you've been in? I think it is that the challenging of beliefs. Yeah. You just get to realize what other people think are, is normal. Like uh, I would have never hired a house manager if I hadn't mm-hmm. been in a community of people who thought it was normal. My community thought it was abnormal. I'd never met someone that had one. And so then to go in a room where it's like, no, like it's okay if there's certain types of work that fuel you up and certain times of work to feel like work or certain types of work to feel like work, like just do the ones you love. And I'm like, yeah. you know, it was funny. Our house manager the other day asked me, she's in an onboarding process. She goes, hey, which of this stuff do you love doing? And I'm like, None of it. I like building SaaS companies. So like (laughs) you could do all of this. And I just would have never had that belief challenged and wouldn't have that version of life or feel like it was normal just to to be okay. Like it it shifts number of beliefs. I could pick up and and give you a, a dozen or so that if I hadn't been in a room where people thought that it was normal, I just wouldn't, you know, believe some of the things that I believe now. Yeah. I heard a mentor say a long time ago, when I go into a new room. This was within a business context. He's like, I'm looking for three things, three R's. What in this room can help produce revenue? What can I learn that is you know, revenue producing? The second one is, which relationships can I build out of this room that I'll carry with me for a lifetime? And then the third is reality. What hmm. beliefs can I observe that will help me get a better sense of reality? There's a frame that I look through the world at right now that if challenged, or if I can get a different perspective, I get to experience a new version of me. And, you know, there's a whole lot of potential on the other side of that. So, you know, revenue, relationships, and reality, I think my life is a testament to having been in, in rooms, to the rooms that I've been in, right? And if you don't like the where your life's at right now, you got to go get in a different room. Yeah, I love the the three R's. It's a really great way to to kind of sum it up. It's the trigger, I think, maybe we'll just leave it with this, like the the trigger is if, if you feel in your life like you are trying to do something or you think you might believe something and everybody around you is going the opposite way, like don't assume that you're the one that's messed up, right? Like you just might need to explore what else is out there, who else is out there and where you can find those people. You know, when I left the fire department to start my company, I had people in the fire department look at me and be like, Matt, you're stupid. It's going to fail. You'll be back. I can't wait. And 
also like Ooh, i got a big old love chip, a good you know chip on the shoulder yeah like I love okay it. let's go you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. i would sooner die than fail but that's right. a different story. <laughs> you know but but it's interesting and and there were many more people who were supportive that wasn't the common theme right that was one or two people whatever but the point is is like to maybe abstract that out a little bit, like sometimes when things get tough, a lot of the people around you be like, oh, well, just dial it back. Just take a break. Just take your foot off the gas. You're doing too much. You know, you're, you, and it's like, but if you're around people where that like intensity of action is normal, is the expectation, like maybe the answer is not to take a break. Maybe the answer is to get more efficient. Maybe the answer is to figure out a different way to, to solve the problem. But you don't see around those corners if you don't have people who will challenge those beliefs, if, if all you can think about is, all right, maybe that, maybe everyone's right. Maybe I'll take a break. Yeah. See what's out there, man. Dude, one component, I think that I would have never personally that I'd never experienced if I hadn't been in community is we've talked a lot about what you get from being in those rooms. I've also gotten a lot by giving in those Mm -hmm. rooms. You know, like when you go into, especially in a business context, when you go into a community, the, feedback loop that you get by getting out of your own world and then the things that you take for granted we've talked about you know creating a winning culture like it's the stuff that you do really well in your business but you just look right past it because as a founder all you can see are the problems yeah. well that's the same thing about our own perception of ourselves so like when we get out into another room the stuff that we take for granted that we do really well other people get to see and they pull it out of you. And then you leave me like, oh, maybe like I thought that we were really bad at this thing, but like maybe we're <laughs> doing a good job. Like you get a dose of reality in a good way. Yes. Like it built for me, it built a ton of self-confidence and belief. Like I just was, you know, I took for granted. I was telling a team member today, like the team that I had built, it was the only one that I had built. And I just thought that it was average. And I, you know, the more we got into other rooms, I was like, wow, I think we've built a really exceptional culture here. And so I leaned into that more and our hiring process in the future saying, look, you will not work on another team like this. Like there's something exceptional by this is a real opportunity here and my power to recruit way up because of the belief that came from that dose of reality you just don't get it if you don't get into another room especially as a founder man like if you don't believe who the hell is going to believe if yeah. if not you who no one is the answer right like so yeah. and and you're right man we're all very problem oriented i'm very problem oriented you know and so like you know, I'll say this and you'll laugh, but it's like a, a reminder from someone else you respect that like actually everything you're doing isn't garbage. Like, yeah, that could be pretty healthy for the psyche sometimes, you know, because we're just real bad at looking at our wins. I think entrepreneurs in general, we're just focused on the next issue, the next problem, the next support ticket or bug or whatever. But like, man, there's some really beautiful stuff in the rear view that we're really bad at seeing. So that's a that's a great point, man. Some, some, yeah. Someone else telling you that, hey, can you teach me how you do that? Cause it's awesome. And I need it. Like that's an incredible feeling when someone asks you that. Yeah, totally. Dude, this has been good. Hey, if you need a community, I'd love to invite you. If you're a SaaS founder, I'd love to invite you into the SaaS Academy community. I'll tell you what, like Matt and I's life trajectory changed the day that Dan Martell closed us on a sales call. <laughs> and so I've said all the time, I'll be in our sales meetings. I'd be like, look, there are founders on the other side of that phone that need you to get them get them into this community. The lives will be changed. So yeah. I can speak with conviction and, and from firsthand experience that you will not be the same if you come in, you embrace all the parts including community it's not most of the time the thing that you think you need but in hindsight it's the thing you look back on and say man i'm really glad i got into that room so if you need a room to be in man we love to have you and if you're looking to create the room matt i think you're drawing some inspiration from starting the founders like you can go create the room if you don't have it like in your own town go go start a founders like put it out there and you know think you can create the room you want to be in 
I love it, man. It's a good chat. Power community. It's a powerful thing, man. All right. See you guys on the next episode.